We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast, the NFC Championship edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. The the Packers just boat raced the number one defense in the NFL Pack-A-Day podcast. I am your host, Jacob Morley. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob Morley. I am not joined today by my co-host and good buddy, Ross Uglum, who is out traveling, covering a billion teams right now. So we're flying solo tonight, but I've got some thoughts. I've got some ideas, some things I want to run through as we lead up to this Tampa Bay Buccaneers And I keep wanting to say AFC because I have Tom Brady on the mind, Uh, but NFC championship game. And as I was working today, I had a lot of the the major network shows on and I'm listening to them and I'm listening to these the narratives that are starting to be drawn up and they're starting to kind of be put out there for us to hear and for us to consume and I just think it's so interesting to look at those. And I, and I want to run through some of those national narratives right now. And I have a little a little game that I'm going to play here. And it's basically going to be national narrative versus local narrative. And I just kind of want to look at some of the things that nationally they're looking at this game from that perspective. But as 
all of us here follow this and and follow this team. We probably know a little bit more about this team than maybe the Willie McGinnis of the world, the Nate Burlesons of the world, and nothing against those guys. Uh, good, good morning football is what I'm referencing, and that's one of my favorite shows. Those guys are incredible. Kay Adams, Kyle Brandt, Burleson, Pete Trigger, all those guys are fantastic. They're so good at what they do. That's pretty much the only national show I watch anymore. But even even those guys, you know, they can't follow this team as closely as. Packers fans do and so I just kind of want to throw out some of the narratives that they were pushing today and just kind of look at them from the perspective of okay but how does that actually look is that or one is that accurate two is it not accurate because some of the stuff they're saying is 100% accurate Um, but obviously the very first thing I have written down here what is going to be talked about at at no length at 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 at, till the ends of the earth till the (laughs) till the game is played is the week six matchup and that was an absolute butt whooping. No way around it. I think Devin White said after the game, they didn't deserve to be on the same field with us. And as much as that stings, he was right. That was not, he was not lying. That was absolutely how that game unfolded. The Buccaneers had a great plan for Green Bay and they executed and they whooped their butts. I don't even know what the final score was, but I know at one point it was 28 to 10. And so, uh, you know, you look back at that game and Aaron Rodgers after the game said that game was an anomaly. That game is not the norm and they're going to be just fine. They're going to move forward. They're going to fix those issues and they're going to continue on and keep trying to be the number one seed, which goal accomplished. Here we are. Number one seed. That week six game was played at Tampa Bay at Raymond James Stadium. And interestingly enough, Aaron Rodgers has thrown um, three interceptions in four games, four games of his career. He's thrown three interceptions. Three of those games are at Raymond James stadium against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So just the fact that he does not have to play there against the bucks is for whatever reason, it makes me feel better. Uh, the bad news is, is if they win, he has to play at Raymond James stadium against a, someone other than the bucks. But That is going to be the narrative that the national media is going to push is that week six butt whooping. And I went back and watched that game today. And I went back and looked at the injury reports and everything leading up to that game. And I don't want to gloss it over. It was a butt whooping. The Packers went in there and got, got their stuff handed to them. But some, a couple things to, to pull from that. It, they, they were up 10 to zero at one point. They were getting a lot of stuff going their way early on. That was the the three-pump game from Aaron Rodgers, and then pretty much everything after that was, was awful. And you look at this team, and even when they were moving the ball, though, in that game, it just seemed clunky. The offensive line played, by far and away, their worst game of the season. And you, you look at how they were able to beat this Green Bay Packers team, and they, they got pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is coming to me right now, so I'm going to try to pull up this stat. But Aaron Rodgers, his uh, his completion percentage in that game, all of that stuff was basically predicated on the fact that the Bucks were able to get after him. And Aaron Rodgers, for a long time, was uh, – you looked at his – his under pressure statistics, which every week I do this with my game report at packerreport.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll go in and look deep passing, under pressure, clean pocket, all that stuff, break it down, compare it to the other team's quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, for a long, long time, his under pressure statistics were atrocious, one of the worst in the league, because that was legitimately one of the only games he was pressured in this year. So it took him about 12 weeks of one to two pressures a game to get his stuff kind of back up where we normally see him under pressure. And here is the stat. This is ben, our buddy Ben Fennell actually tweeted this out. He said, Aaron Rodgers versus the Tampa Bay Blitz in week six. Six completions, uh, 17 attempts, 63 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, sacked three times with a QB rating of 7.4. I did not stutter. 7.4. Here's the kicker. He has not been sacked against the Blitz since that game. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Let me break that down. He has not been been sacked on a blitz call since that game. The other times he has been sacked were basically straight up pressures or him running into pressure. He has not been sacked by a team scheming up a blitz since week six. Now, here is what's interesting about that. That's probably not going to happen again. And let me tell you why. The Packers have that entire 60 minutes of film. They know exactly what the Bucs did to him in that game. Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur are too smart to let that happen again. I do not envision the Packers and Aaron Rodgers to be under that much pressure again at, at this week. Todd Bowles is a fantastic defensive coach. He's going to have to have another plan for Aaron Rodgers to beat him. That plan is probably not going to work again. And the kicker is 
it's hard enough to beat Aaron Rodgers once. You really think you can make a plan to get after him like that again. I just don't see Tampa Bay being able to slow this offense down like they did in week six. Can they slow them down? Do they have the horses to do it? Absolutely. Devin White is a good player. Uh, they're uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, Carlton Joseph, uh, Jamel Dean. Those guys are all good players. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., good studs. Levante David, another really good player. Uh, Nadamikin Sue, who wanted to fight Aaron Rodgers after the game. He's going to be out there again. This game's going to be heated. Uh, there's going to be talking. It's going to get chippy. But I do not expect the Bucks to be able to get after Aaron Rodgers like they did in that game. And the thing about that is it's going to be cold. It's going to be miserable. It's going to be tough to play in. And so one of the other narratives that we're hearing about a lot is the cold. Tampa Bay having to come to the cold. Can Tampa Bay, this Florida team, come to Green Bay and play in this, what's looking like it's going to be in the 20s with snow? And the thing about that that's interesting to me is I don't actually buy into that narrative as much. That's the that's kind of the one that favors the Packers, but I don't know how true that's going to be in two, for two reasons. One, Tom Brady is no stranger to playing in the cold. This is nothing for him. He's, he's very used to this. There's no situation he has not been in. He has not played in. He's going to be fine. The rest of the guys on the team, I don't know. And that's gonna be that's gonna be a them thing. I don't know how Mike Evans is gonna handle it. I don't know how Chris Godwin's gonna handle it or their offense, all that stuff. The other thing is John uh, JP JPP Jason Pierre-Paul is a guy that was on that Giants team that knocked the 2014 15 and one Packers out of the playoffs in the divisional round. He played really well in Week Six. If you go back and watch that game too, he gave. Bakhtiari, all he had, and Rick Wagner once he came in, because that's one of the other things, is David Bakhtiari did leave that game midway through that game, and they had no answer for Jason Pierre-Paul with Rick Wagner out there. And a lot of that is coming in stale, coming in without a week of practice. That's not going to be the case this week, hopefully. you know, Hopefully both those guys go and complete the whole game, and they don't have to do any shuffling mid-game. They, and, and the other thing about that is when they have had to do that, They've nine out of 10 times been fantastic when John Runyon Jr. has had to come in, when Alan Jenkins had to kick out to tackle. Mostly they're fine with that. This game really is the one blip in a lot of ways for this Packers team. It was really the one black eye on their entire schedule. The other two losses were not blowouts. They were against good teams. Uh, the Vikings got them, you know, a divisional opponent. That happens sometimes. Uh, the Colts playoff team and the Packers really should have blown them out that was more on them this game the Tampa Bay game is the one game that you look back at and say wow they just got beat they just got beat and the Packers I guarantee you want to play this game <laughs> want to play this game they want to erase that out of their minds they want to basically shove it back in the face of everyone that says that they can't do it because they've done that with everything else this season this has been a season of reconciliation for the Packers going back to the draft, going back to not taking playmakers, not getting Aaron Rodgers weapons. Randy Moss said on one of the major network shows before the Rams game, well, they better have something other than Devontae Adams because Jalen Rams is going to take him out of the game. Two things. One, he didn't take him out of the game. Two, Alan Lazard, MVS, Tony, those guys all stepped up. But nobody wants to say, well, maybe they do have weapons outside of Devontae because they do. And the thing that annoys me is Packers fans actually push that narrative just as bad as anyone. 
And that needs to stop. The Packers have weapons. You do not become the number one scoring offense in the league with one stud receiver. You just don't. Do they have one stud receiver? Yes. Could they use better receivers? Yes. But they're not bums. Alan Lazard is a good player. MVS is one of the best deep threats in the NFL. Robert Tunyon should be a pro bowler this year. Aaron Jones is special. You look at Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, those guys are as good a backup running backs as anyone in the league. And then, oh, by the way, this offensive line is the best offensive line in football, even without David Bakhtiari. That is insanity. This offense is loaded. They have no weakness. They're going to be all right. They're going to be able to put up points. Listen, folks, the Super Bowl is coming up. And sure, we'll all be watching the game, but the best way to celebrate the biggest day in football is to bet on the game. And we want to let you know about a great resource for sports bettors, the Action Network. The Action Network is where sports fans go to bet smarter and experience real financial gains. In fact, their Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. And with an Action Network Pro subscription, you can unlock the very best of the app. When you sign up for an Action Network Pro subscription, you can access the Pro Report, which includes expert projections for every game across all professional leagues. You can see money and bet percentages on every game, so you can see the team's professional gamblers are betting on. You can take advantage of Pro Systems, which match winning historical betting trends with the latest games and lines. And you can even track every bet you make and get alerts in real time. So if you're looking to bet smarter, an Action Network Pro subscription is the best way to get started. And for a limited time, our listeners can receive 50% off an annual Pro subscription. Just go to actionnetwork.com now and receive 50% off an annual subscription when you use the code PACKADAY. This offer won't last, so go to actionnetwork.com to sign up for a pro subscription and use promo code PACKADAY, all one word, to receive 50% off and start betting smarter today. I want to take a moment then to look at Devontae Adams, though, and look at him going back to that Rams game. And it was something that I said leading up to the game. I was on the radio talking about Devontae and basically saying, If you want to cover him one-on-one, that's fine. But you better be right because he is not used to getting one-on-one coverages. He's used to getting bracketed. He's used to be seeing uh, your best two cover guys typically. I think we go back to a couple years ago when he was counting the amount of players that were in his area um, after he ran his route. That's just what Devontae's used to. So if you want to stick Jalen Ramsey on him, he better be right because if you don't, get a jam on him if you can't play in his hip pocket he's going to eat you for breakfast and Jalen Ramsey actually did a decent job as good of a job as anyone I've seen do all year on Devontae Adams because Jalen Ramsey is a really good football player but Devontae is just different and that's exactly what Devontae said to him before the game I am different than the other receivers you've covered this year and that's not Devontae being a tool that's not Devontae being too arrogant that is Devontae being honest and he's right and he is a man that's playing with that level of swagger, that level of confidence, and quite frankly, it's a champion's mentality. That is the mentality that every Packer needs to have if they're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm the best player at this position. You may have had a good season. You may have done this. You may have done that. But you have not played against me at my best. And me at my best is going to beat you at your best. That is the mentality that every great player has, every great player needs to have. And if you don't have that mentality, you don't really deserve to be on the field. And Jalen Ramsey has that mentality. I guarantee you he has that mentality. And that's why he's so good. Jair has that mentality. That's why he's so good. They back it up, too. They back it up, and they're fantastic. Um, but you look 
ahead to this game before we put a bow on this Tampa Bay game because honestly I haven't dug too deeply into the game since the week six game I know the Packers have gone on a run so have the Bucks the Bucks I think have won six or seven of their last games and and they, they've, they've played really well and so you you look at this team and what scares me for Tampa Bay and what's I think good for the Packers is two things one Matt LaFleur is a better coach than Bruce Arians I think that is pretty why that's pretty just common knowledge at this point. And you look at, I believe there's a chart out there talking about when is it correct to go for it on fourth downs. And the Packers are the best team in the NFL at it and, and knowing when to go for it. The Bucks are the worst. The other thing about this Bruce Arians offense, and this is the big one. Tom Brady leads the NFL in passes above 20 yards. He also leads it in completions. His completion percentage is not the best, but that's what they want to do. They want to attack you down the field. They want to push the ball vertically, and it's going to be tough to do in Green Bay for two reasons. I keep giving you lists. I keep giving you one, two, but but again, one and two. One, the Packers don't get beat deep. It's a rarity. I think the last, that Darnell Mooney, Big completion against Darnell Savage. That's really the last time I can think of a receiver just getting behind the defense. It can happen. But what's going to make it even more difficult is how cold it is. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. It's going to be snowing. That vertical passing game is going to be difficult to to connect on. And the Packers are going to be all over it. Tom Brady has thrown a lot of pick sixes this year. I would not be surprised if the Packers defense scored, if that was the difference in this game. But then the the thing that scares you is it's still Tom Brady, man. It's still Tom Brady. And if I would have had a choice between which two teams I wanted to see come to Lambeau Field, you bet your butt I wish it was New Orleans. I I wish it was Drew Brees, who can hardly throw the ball 10 yards down the field anymore. You know, props to Drew Brees. Great career. Tons of respect for that guy. He needs to retire. It, it's done. Tom Brady's not there yet. Tom Brady still can sling it. Tom Brady has seen every coverage that you're ever going to throw at him. If, if Mike Pettin comes out and wants to play him soft, then he's going to pick it apart. The pro and, and the thing that I'm just setting us up right now, the thing that we're probably going to see is the Packers are going to play soft. They're going to try to get after Tom Brady. They're going to try to get stops that way. It's feast or famine. But if they're not getting stops, if they're not getting tackles for losses or sacks, that Bucks offense is going to march up and down the field. And what the Packers are going to want to do is try to condense it once they get to the 20-yard line, once they get to that red zone. The field gets tighter, throws get tighter, stuff gets harder. It, it's just it's how they've operated the whole year. I don't expect them to change now. So, And this is for myself, too, because, guys, I get frustrated, too. And if you go back and look at my timeline throughout the game, it's hard to watch sometimes. I think I tweeted out that Jared Goff was having the game of his life at one point during the the Rams game, which is so far from the truth. It just seemed like he was completing everything underneath. But and he was. And they scored 18 points. They scored 18 points when situationally this defense is really good. Whenever the Packers were within one score, this defense put the clamps on them. When it was two scores, for whatever reason they played soft. And that's just that's just Mike Patton. That's what he's going to do. And we know that. If we expect anything different, shame on us. Um, but guys, those are just kind of my thoughts leading up to this game. 
And I'm sure I'll get into this more as the week progresses and as I look at these teams and kind of what they've done, you know, the last several weeks and just kind of compare the two of them and areas the Packers may be able to exploit them and vice versa. Um, But before I go, because guys, you're going to get a ton, a ton of Bucks talk this week. Um, So before I go, though, I do want to mention and I know we're in the we're in the season, so this is kind of going to maybe fall on deaf ears. But I am going to I will be at the Senior Bowl next week, um, kind of kicking off my draft coverage. Um, I do draft stuff for Packer Report, and I do draft stuff for um, Arrowhead Pride as well. And so I know we just talked about the Packers offense having weapons, but there are three guys at the Senior Bowl that if I can give you a little teaser about who are three guys that I think would just really, really look good in Matt LaFleur's offense at the receiver position. And what I'm going to be fo- and that's what I'm going to be focusing on this week is the wide receiver position because that's who I, I write about. But there are three guys that are on, I don't know what rosters they're on yet, but three names to keep an eye on. One is going to be really obvious, and that's Kadarius Tony, receiver out of Florida. He is basically the missing piece to this Packers offense. And all three of these guys, I think, are kind of the missing piece. Kadarius Tony's the best one, though. And you watch him play. He does not have the burst long speed, but, man, he is a dog with the ball in his hands, and he is plenty fast enough, and he's plenty quick enough. I'm really excited to see what his route tree looks like live just because at Florida it was not always super diverse, but I think he's going to look good. And then so two other guys to keep an eye on are Shai Smith, from I think he gosh I don't know where Shai Smith is from. I think he's from NC State and uh, he, he's a guy that is kind of the same as well where he can be that gadget type player he can be that move piece that the Packers like to do South Carolina he's from South Carolina not South Carolina State South Carolina State is an FCS school and I do that often um, but he's from South Carolina he is a guy that kind of the same as Tony he is a slot guy he is a returner he is everything the Packers need that they don't have that you want Tyler Irving that you want Tavon Austin to be and the last guy on my list is one that I don't think a lot of people maybe know about much yet but I think he's going to make some noise this week at the combine or not the combine the senior bowl and I think he's going to be a guy that the more Packers fans watch him the more they're going to fall in love with him and his name is Dwayne Eskridge. He is a wide receiver from uh, Western Michigan. Interestingly enough, Matt LaFleur started his career at Western Michigan and then kind of moved over to Saginaw Valley State, which is another Michigan school. So he's familiar with that area. I'm sure Dwayne Eskridge is a guy that he will be familiar with. He's uh, rumored to be a 4'3 guy. He's shorter, probably 5'10", 190. He's short, but he's not small. He's a potential 4-3 guy. I don't know if he has that type of speed, but he's fast. He's very fast. He is a guy that is an excellent punt returner. He's an excellent kick returner already right now. So day one, come in, put him there. I think right now he is going to go between rounds three and five. There's so much time before the draft, but that's where I would be comfortable taking him. And he's a guy that I think the Packers are really going to love because he's he is a, a dog as a blocker too. He is just a competitor. You turn his film on and you see a guy that cares about every single thing he does and he wants to do it excellently. And he, his routes, his blocking, his release, even, I'm not sure that he can't play on the outside, um, even with the size that he is. So 
he's a guy that I think is going to move up some boards um, just because playing at Western Michigan in a pandemic year, you're probably you're not going to be getting a lot of exposure. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Those are three guys. And just to give you their names again, it's Kadarius Tony from Florida, Shai Smith, South Carolina, and Dwayne Eskridge from Western Michigan. Those are three guys that, as Packers fans, I think we should keep an eye on just because they possess the skill set of what I think this Packers offense could really use. And uh, they're all return men as well. So we, we need one of those, as we saw again on Saturday. So, um, guys, thanks for joining me. I went a little bit longer than I thought I would get you guys in and out of here in about 20 minutes. Um, but a lot of great stuff is going to be coming from – this very podcast at Pack a Day. So make sure you're tuning in every single day. I know Ross, myself, and all the guys over at Packer Report are really excited about the articles that are going to be coming out this week. So make sure you head over there and you're hitting the refresh button every 20 minutes over there because it's going to be awesome. So, um, guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. This has been a, such a fun season. Uh, so, so much fun interacting with a lot of you guys on Twitter as well. So make sure you continue to do that. Ross and I will be back in two weeks. Hopefully, I guess in two weeks, we'll be talking about a Super Bowl preview. And uh, my prediction is the Packers will be one of those two teams. So until then, go Pack Go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.